How's everybody doing on this fine day? Um, you know, one of the things that I always think about all the time is how fast our society evolves, evolution. We're always growing. We're always finding new things. We're always learning. But at the same time, we have to be able to remember that our companies need to grow at the same speed. Yeah, I might learn AI, type some stuff in, and then all of a sudden the AI chat tells me 15 things I need to know, and within 30 seconds, I'm a genius. But companies evolve a little bit slower than that, and it's hard to get that companies to move at the same speed because we have a culture that already loves us. We have a culture that wants to come on board with us and everything in between. So with that being said, I wanted to bring somebody on that is making this culture shift, this change shift, and making sure that they're positioned correctly in the future. Uh, I want to thank Glance for helping this uh, meeting take place, but we have nothing other than the president of SignComp, Justin Murray, on the phone, on the podcast with us. Thank you very much for coming on board with us. Thanks, Aaron. It's good to be here. Coming, coming to you from snowy Grand Rapids, Michigan. We got about two feet of snow on the ground. You can see behind me, and um, thanks for having me. This is my my second podcast of of my whole life, so bear with me here. No, not a problem. Well, I won't go into the weather here in San Diego, but uh, I'm glad you're wearing a jacket. Yeah, I think I own one. I think I own only one jacket. <laughs> I know. I was looking to I was looking to travel this week, but I think the the place I was supposed to go was even worse. Uh, I was supposed to go to the Missouri area. I think it's like negative 17 wind chill. So. I got to find some time out west here soon to visit you guys in, in SoCal. Well, we'd love to have you have your host over here. So before we get started, I, um, I always like to talk to each person I interview and ask, give us your background. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, the floor is yours, my friend. Sure. Uh, well, I'm from Michigan originally. I uh, went to Michigan State. That's the the green and white school. So we had a tough few weeks watching our rival win the national championship, but uh, did my undergrad there and started off in finance um, for a few years working in, in wealth management, then went back to school and back to Michigan State and uh, did my MBA. And then from there, um, worked in a, at a bunch of different Fortune 500 companies. I worked for Mars Incorporated, which Mars sells pet food and chocolate and gum, and uh, did a bunch of different things for them, sales, marketing, and procurement, and then um, wanted to get uh, get out of some of these other uh, big cities like Chicago and New York, and move back to Michigan. So I left Mars and and worked for a company called Stryker um, Stryker Medical, and they sell really anything in the hospital: hospital beds, um, orthopedic instruments, knees, hips, um, everything across the board. And so I worked for them for the last um, eight years in marketing and then some mergers and acquisitions. So really spent most of my career in, in different corporate um, corporate roles and, and it was time for me to, to get out of that. And, and so I, um, you know, I just didn't really like the, um, you know, all the bureaucracy of, of, a, of a massive company. And it always had, had um, some interest in, in kind of small business ownership. And so I left Stryker on a, mission to find um, a company that would be a good fit for me to join um, that was a little bit smaller. And so um, met the the previous owners of SignComp and it really just, um, you know, as we kept, kind of kept talking, it, it came clear that it was going to be a really good fit. And so um, as of March, 2023, I came on board at SignComp as the, um, as a, as an owner, as well as the, the president. Gotcha. Well, good background there. I appreciate that. 
the, the signage industry, we're a bunch of, uh, you know, we're a motley crew. Let's not lie. You know, we got yeah. artists, we got business guys, we got accountants, we got drawers, we got installers. Uh, you know, we got guys that like to hang off the sides of the building because their uh, adrenaline needs it. You know, it's a little bit of walk of life. Uh, how yes. uh, how easy or bad was that culture shock for you? Oh, you know, I honestly, uh, it's been a it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I think you know, coming from the hospital environment, you see you're, you work with a lot of surgeons. Um, you know, so so you're used to kind of some different personal big personalities, big egos. And I would say coming to the sign industry. Um, you know, you get a little bit of that, but it, there are a lot of just really fun, hardworking people, um, you know, that, that will challenge you, but that will also, um, you know, willing to teach you, you know, I'm new to this industry and, um, I've had many customers reach out, just willing to have me at their facility to teach me things. Um, so I would say it's a really, it has been a really welcoming industry and it's a small industry too. I think that's mm-hmm. something that I found is, um, in my nine or so months, you know, you kind of meet the you know, 25 or 50 people around the industry that seem to make it, um, you know, that me- seem to make it go. So um, it's been a change, but it's been a, it's been a lot of fun and, and it's refreshing to, um, you know, kind of see, like you said, all the different backgrounds of of our customers and, and kind of um, seeing that there really is no one path to um, to anything. Yeah, that's really true. You know, it really is funny. It's it is a small world. You know, as you get older, it even gets smaller. So you're saying 25 or 50 people that kind of make it move. But I'm gonna second that. I really am. Um, so one of the things that you and I were discussing earlier before we we hopped on this podcast was is kind of the the culture that we're having to deal with, and it's not a good thing. It's the problems of finding the skilled workforce. You know, problems to find somebody that's worth something that wants to take the time, effort, energy. And has that sense of, of integrity of a job well done. Um, you know, we're, we're feeling that we've been, you know, a lot of the signers have been complaining about this for many years that we can't find good employees. Um, you guys are kind of doing a different take on that. Can you kind of expound upon that a little bit for us? Sure. I mean, I think that there are two, two different things that our products do. Um, number one, you know, assuming you have all the labor you need. Um, our products that, you know, extrusion is really, is really there to help you, you know, speed up the amount of throughput, the number of signs that you can get through your shop. That's really, you know, 25 years ago when sign comp was, um, was invented. Um, that's really, you know, was, was the mission is to make it simpler and to be able to get more signs through the shop. I think over time, what we're realizing is that if you don't have labor, um, then maybe extrusion is even more important because then what you can do is you can get your very best skilled fabricators working on, you know, maybe the hardest, most difficult projects, and you can get your newer employees um, still to build signs um, using sign comp in a, in a quicker and more efficient way. So it's, it's kind of being able to, when, you, when you're limited with your labor choice, putting people in the right spots, um, whereas, you know, if you're building everything more more custom, you may not have the um, the skill there in order to to do that. And so, you know, I think over the last, you know, this has been going on for a while, but I think COVID obviously really accelerated it. And um, we're having a lot of great conversations on on being able to help customers through this. Um, we're dealing with we deal with our own labor challenges um, here in Grand Rapids in our in our facility, and so um, we can certainly um, you know understand the the challenge there. And and I just 
um, glad that our products are, are there to help. And I, I think the one thing that we were thinking through COVID is, hey, when COVID's done, we're gonna all, you know, we're gonna get all this, all these people back in the workforce, and things are gonna be great. And I think, you know, Aaron, you and I talked before the the podcast is um, we've seen some some different statistics when it comes to demographics, and we're just not set up to see a big rise in the labor force over the next several years. So I think, unfortunately, for all of us. We're probably going to be met with this problem for the next five to seven years, um, and so that's why we're trying to, you know, reimagine our business and try to reinvent ourselves so that way we can be there for our customers and help them still achieve the the great results that they're used to and, and help them grow. And so that's um, it's been a fun mission, and and we we see ourselves kind of as the foundation of the product. We're always going to be in the background. You know, sign comps on this sign behind me, you can barely see it. Um, but uh, we do see ourselves as, a, as an important foundation of the the final product. You know, SignComp's really grown quite a bit to, you know, help out and be there. I mean, I remember when SignComp first was introduced to Mindshot and Shop probably about 20 years ago, maybe even 18 years ago. It was really interesting to see, you know, what the possibilities were. And it, of course, you know, we're always hesitant, which is sad, but the, in the signage industry, you're always hesitant to try something new. Is it going to work? Is it going to be a pain? Uh, and then once I remember once we finally brought our first uh, extrusion in and played with it, we, we know our eyes are open to the possibilities. Um, but I actually want to go back to a, a thought process that you had there. You said you, even yourself are having uh, problems with the workforce and getting people in here. Uh, mm-hmm. Any any tricks you can share with us that you found that have worked well for uh, for getting a, a good a good team together? Um, I think some of the things that we're learning is it's it's not maybe all about compensation. I think that's where you know most people's heads go to is we've got to pay more, more, more. Somebody else is going to compete with us. We've got an Amazon warehouse that's just down the road from us, and so you know that the the scale will never be able to compete with them. And so, um, so I think we've kind of taken a, a different approach, which is to try to build incentives and to build other parts of our culture. So we we do a lot of lunches as a team. Um, you know, if we hit our goal for the month, then we're going to do a lunch for. For everybody here, um, you know, we try to um, as as much as possible to promote from within. Um, so we've had some recent promotions here. So we want people to see that there's there's growth for their career. Um, we make sure that we're doing semi-annual and annual reviews with every employee to find out, you know, what they want to do. Do they want to work in the shop today and eventually move into sales? We we want people to see that that they can have a long and successful career here if they you know, do a great job and um, are committed to their teammates. So, you know, those are some of the things. I don't think there's an overall trick to it. I think in the end, you know, it's all about people. And if the people enjoy working with one another, they, they're they're likely to, um, you know, to be bonded and to stay and as long as it makes sense for them. So, um, and then we, we've done other things too, just tactically, right? Around um, different, we've looked at our holiday schedule and we've added a day this year. Uh, we've looked at our PTO schedule for, you know, people that are zero to two years, and, and we've increased that for the, the people that are newer. Um, and we've, we've done other kind of bonus incentives based on um, how long people are here, right? So if they hit a certain milestone, then, then you know, that way we're kind of incentivizing them to stay. So I think there's the, the trick I'm learning is that you kind of have to throw everything at it to make sure that you are staying ahead of of the you know the, the folks up the road or down down the street and and to make sure that 
you know, you are you are building a place that people enjoy coming to and that they feel like they're taken care of and that you you have their best interest um, at heart. You know, I really like the one, the semi-annual and the annual reviews. You're talking to them every six months to ask them, you know, their thoughts, where are they at? I think that's really important. A lot of owners these days are not taking the time to listen to their team. Um, and in every six months, that's a pretty, pretty strong frequency where most companies are once a year, if that. Um, where you really get the feel, the lay of the land, that's, that's important. Um, I appreciate that. One of the other things that I like too is, is you're asking them, where do they want to grow? You know, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever heard many owners say that, where do you want to go? You know, because you might see attributes in somebody they don't see in themselves. You might point it out, but at the end of the day, if you take an introvert and try and put them in the sales, it's never going to work. It's going to be brutal. And so that is pretty cool to actually ask the question, you know, time and time again. Where do you want to go? Where do you like? If you like where you're at, great. How can I make it even more enjoyable for you? Those open-ended questions are, are really good. I like that. Um, I know yeah, for my... And, and I think it's also trying to be honest with people about where they, you know, to your point on, you know, sometimes people say, well, I've got to go into sales next. That's that has got to be my next role. And and you kind of look and say, hey, I, you know, we'll get you, let's take you to a trade show or let's take you to an open house. And because you can tell their personality is not you know, it's probably not a great fit for that role. And so we're trying to, um, you know, either help them grow into what they want to become or kind of, or show them that, you know, maybe your talents are better in a, in a different way. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, that talent and development is something that every manager struggles with. And, um, but it's, it's so critical because people, they need to feel engaged. Um, and that's not, you know, paying someone is only one small piece of their engagement. So. No, it's really true. Yeah, I remember uh, one of the people, what I asked him, I said, how do you do a sales rep? And he says, oh, we stack the deck. We bring a, um, we bring a, a interviewee in and we have six other people that are already employees of the company at pretending that they're interviewees too. And then we see if that person can rise the occasion and fit in or they slump down their chair and be quiet because if they, they're quiet, then obviously they can't handle sales. And he goes, that's oh, the fastest it. way to do it. I'm like, cruel, <laughs> but very effective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to so, be creative. Yeah. Well, I like the strategic positioning that you guys are doing with Sign Comp. And that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't even hear that term strategic positioning, but it's, it's very true in the corporate world. We got to make sure we're in the right place at the right time to be able to, you know, take care of these as more and more people are getting on board with this and saying, Hey, I would rather buy the sign comp extrusion and move forward than have my guy spend another week on the project. How are you guys, you know, spooling up to handle this new demand, whether it's the customer service end or just the physical side of it or both. You know, I just want to take a second to tell you that this podcast was created for education and to affect your bottom line. The only thing I ask in return is you share it, you like us, you comment on it, uh, give us some feedback and tell us that we're doing a good job. That really helps make this podcast grow a little bit. So if you can uh, do your end, we'll keep bringing you more information and a lot more knowledge. Yep. So well, I can answer that in two ways. I think what, one thing that we're trying to do, first and foremost, is I think sometimes people see our, our product guide which is over a hundred pages. Um, sometimes people hear about extrusion and it's not the way they've done it. Like you said, Aaron, they're, it's always done it one way for many years. And so I think the first thing we've got to do is make sign cop easy. And so that's a really big focus right now. I think with, um, you know, everyone's attention span is very short. Everyone's very busy. So we've got to make extrusion easier. So we're doing 
um, many things to, to do that. So the first thing we started with, we did this sign comp challenge, um, which was how fast can you build? I think it was like a three by three cabinet. And so we had one of our sales managers and one of our sales reps face off. Um, I think the winning time was, you know, just over a minute. Then we took that to the industry and said, Hey, can you beat it? You know, can you beat this, this minute time? And, and we had four people that were able to beat the time and we had over 20 people submit videos. So I think the one piece here is just trying to make, show people that it's easy. Um, there's other things we're going to be doing with our website. Um, there's other things that we're, we're going to be doing just with our, our marketing and sales process overall. So that's how we're getting more demand. And I think that's working really nicely. And then satisfying the demand, I think that's been, that's been a challenge. Our lead time spiked during COVID. We are now in a great spot where we're able to get a kit out the door in, in four to six days, which is really good um, that we're coming now down to, to where we were pre-COVID. And I, I think we'll be on that lower range of four days here, um, which is, is fantastic. And, um, you know, we're going to add some equipment to do that. And we've been adding capacity within our shop. So we're now working Saturdays every two out of four or sometimes three out of four Saturdays a month. Um, and then we're going to add some saw capacity as well through um, some capital equipment. So that's how we're, we're satisfying the demand. And, and we're trying to also build some systems along the way. You know, we don't have a CRM system, so we're implementing that right now. And, and there are other some uh, kind of some low hanging ideas that we can, we can tackle here to make our team a little bit more efficient um, before we have to add new people. Sure. No, that makes sense. I could definitely see that. Um, new saws and setups on that one. And then I'm guessing you guys have a, a whole shipping department, freight department. Move we that, do. that style of product. <clears throat> yeah. That's not, that's not UPS or FedEx on that level. It, it, it can be if it's cut down, but yeah, most of what we're doing, we're creating it and, and putting it into a, into a track, into a trailer. And so, um, yeah, the logistics piece for us is, is tough. You know, I think that's, Customers love that 26 and a half foot length. Um, so we want to make sure we're accommodating them. But at the same time, that's the logistics companies don't don't love that. So, you know, we rely on our distribution network to to help us through that. We've got really good national distribution coverage. Um, you know, we've got many long-term, you know, distributors that have been with us for for many, many years, like a glance that understand how to move um extrusion throughout the country. And so we're, we're fortunate to have that. Um, but yeah, I think logistics, I think, you know, it, it's been an issue. And, and so one of the things that um, it's been an issue in terms of the cost, I mean, I think the, the reliability is, is, is there. So one of the things we've, we've also started to do this year is we're going to be giving um, freight breaks when it reaches a, a half truck load or a full truck load. And we'll be able to provide discounts um, when people are ordering in, in greater quantities. So we're just trying oh, to help nice. people with their ordering patterns and making sure that we're as efficient with the freight as possible, because it is, um, it is a challenge that we hear about. Sure. No, I can definitely understand that. Um, where do you see, so well, actually I want to go back to another thing here. You talked mm -hmm. about your book and, and I will say, I get lost in that thing. I absolutely yeah. do. When I see that, I'm like, which way's up? I don't know which, you know, where yeah. to start from. And you had mentioned that you guys are, are, are doing a new website, a new, a uh, new website that'll actually kind of walk somebody through it to make it a little bit easier to find. Yes, that uh, I'll kind of leave it at, leave it at yes, but yes, we are. <laughs> it, it will be, again, we're trying to make everything easier. And I think, 
that will be, you know, there's, a, there's many people like myself that are new to the industry. Um, we talked about the labor challenges. And so you're going to have to be able to get people up to speed faster. And so um, that's one of the things that we will tackle with the website is to, um, to make it a little bit more point and click versus trying to say, is that the profile I need? And um, we've got a great customer service team here that can answer any questions, but um, you know, we're still a smaller company. And so, you know, the more we can put the power in the hands of the user and, and have them, you know, think through things and be able to, to find things simply, um, that's what we're trying to do. No, I'm, I'm excited for that because honestly, I look at that book, my eyes go cross and I pick up the phone and call you guys. You guys do have a good customer service team. You walk me through it right away. I was giggling the other day. Uh, when I say other day, I mean a couple of years ago. But I grabbed it and I, and I called customer service and they instantly go, oh, that's page 73. You're right there. And I went, huh? And I had to grab the book, flip it open. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I got it. And I started laughing. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to really use SignCom to the full potential, I need to be an employee there for a couple of months to understand it all. So I'm super excited about the website. That's that's definitely going to speed things up on the end. Yeah. And, and what's great, I mean, that's what's great about our team for me coming in new. I mean, we have many people that have been here 10 years plus. And so you're right. I mean, the, they can list off every profile, page numbers. It, it really is impressive. But now we got to get it out of their brain and, you know, and, and make it so, um, you know, our customers can easily um, easily get to it. Just just on that alone, you got your work cut out for you, my friend. We do. We do. It's um, it's fun. It, it is one of those things you come in and we have so many SKUs. And so you get asked, like, you know, do we have too many SKUs? Do we, you know, are we using all these profiles? But I think what we've found is that, you know, really the facing of, of science has really changed. You know, it used to be just all rigid facing and now, you know, we we're really seeing the flex face business take off. And so we're just seeing as signs get more complex, we need to, you know, we need to respond and make sure that we have products that will work with the industry as it evolves. And so that's why we have so many profiles and, um, and that's why we, you know, we, we rarely discontinue them because um, just the moment you do, it seems like it pops up that um, somebody is in need. So um, it's been something that's been eye-opening to me as to, hey, why do we have so many profiles? And and there really is a rhyme and reason to uh, to each one. So now we just got to make it easier to navigate. Sure. Um, I want to ask you a question. If you decline the answer, I totally understand. But uh, the future, where SignCom is going to be in the next one to three years where are you projecting, where, where do you want to take the company? What is your, your future goals here? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing we want, to, we want to do is we want to get great at marketing. I think historically, SignComp has been a very, um, a very good product company, um, really strong with the product design, the product quality, um, and the customer service. But I think one challenge we've had is, you know, we we have say ten or twelve sales reps across the country, and we have a good distribution network. Um, but you know, we haven't gotten great at marketing our products. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, part of it is the website and to make that easy. But the other part of it is just to, um, you know, to have whether it's emails that are going to customers and and reminding them of, you know different different ways to implement our product um whether it's you know making sure that we have a crm that is targeting the right customers and so when our sales force is going out they they really understand 
the buying patterns of our of our end users. So I think that's something that's been that's been lacking. And part of that is, you know, as we go through distribution, sometimes we lose we lose track of the end customer and and exactly you know who's doing what and 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 what needs they have. And so I think that's um, that is really what what we need to get better at because when we are in front of people and people find us to be um, you know, easy to, to deal with the sales, the sales come quickly. Um, but, you know, like I said, we're sometimes in the background and, uh, and, and if we're not at the top of somebody's mind, you know, they may go back to the way they've always done it. They may go back to stick building and, um, and it's not because they don't like sign comp. It's just that they, um, it, it wasn't top of mind. So I think that's something that we'll, we'll really try to get great at. Um, and then I think the second piece is we need to get better at, at innovation. That's really what what started this company was started in a sign shop. Uh, I'm sure you've heard the story, you know, the evolution. It then was pulled out of a sign shop and created its own company. Um, and so that was really, you know, all invention and, and tinkering and new product development. And um, And we had many years where we launched a lot of new products. And I think that's something where... Um, you know, we've now found new ways to use current products, but we need more product launches to hit the market so we can help our customers. So I think those are the two areas if I had to, um, you know, there are more obviously, but those are the two that we need to focus on in the short term, um, I think to to improve um, our business here and and make sure that we're we're growing on the right trajectory. I I would agree with you. And and honestly, that's something that I would do for almost every single company is just that the more education, the more you can educate them on what the end user is going to be, what they're going to work on. um, You're going to get a lot more out of that. I mean, that's that's a no brainer. I mean, I just it doesn't matter which company I talk about integrated signs or talk about square coil. There's always something I could teach my end customer of what it does or what we can provide that they don't know. Uh, So I think it's an ongoing battle that's ever going to be there. one of the things that you were talking about is you're talking at flashback to that. So you had a, a three by three, basically contest to build a three by three. Do you still have the link for that video of one of your sales managers doing that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Send that over. I want to, I want to attach that at the end of this podcast and have one of those videos go through that so that they can see this. Um, so for any of the listeners that are on YouTube and watch that, I would love to see that three by three and how fast they put that together because I never heard of that. And you're telling me one minute, I, I got to see it for myself on that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's not a full, um, you know, they're, they're just taking it to the, the ratchet straps and I don't think they're fastening it down and everything yet, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think it's uh, and it's just fun, right? It's trying to, you know, we go, I think all of us go to ISA and we go to open houses and we go to these things. And, you know, they're a little bit stale, I would say at times. And I think we've got a product that is very hands-on um, and it's going to work with, you know, any kind of face you need. It doesn't matter what kind of LEDs you use or bonding material you use. You know, we can be pretty agnostic here. And, um, and so we're just trying to bring some of that fun and some of that energy into the industry because we know that, that, that it's out there, right? We've all been to sign shops and there's, there's um, you know, usually a lot of, uh, a lot of good banter and always some laughs, but why do, you know, some of these other activities don't have to be boring. And so we're trying to, to make sure that we're bringing some of that energy and showing that sign comp is not an old stagnant company that we are, you know, that we want to grow and that we want to help and that, you know, we want to have fun doing it. 
Nice. Well, I appreciate it. We're excited to watch Sandcup's growth and excited to get you guys more infused with the foundations of the other sign companies. Um, I love all of it. I love the direction. You know, the the signage world um, is is changing, but not nearly at the same pace as the outside world. Um, so it's nice to see companies such as yourself innovating and growing bigger and stronger, faster to help us grow along with everybody else. Because, you know, as we meet these clients, they don't understand why we can't give them a sign yesterday. They don't understand right. why we don't come back and there's a sign on the shelf. We hand it to them inside of three minutes. You know, they order a sign and next thing it says, it'll be delivered in two minutes. You know, that's that world doesn't exist for us. And so we have to manage expectations. But at some point in time, you know, every sign has got to be a little faster, too. So this definitely helps out. Um, one question I always like to ask you as a person. So you're the president of sign comp, obviously a lot of pressure, making sure everything's dialing in with that. What do you do to uh, grow and make yourself better? Yeah, I think the probably three things that I tried to do, I think number one is um, I try to stay really involved with my kids. So I coach um, youth basketball. I coach my son's third grade team this past year, and I'm going to coach my five-year-old's team here starting next week. And the reason I do that is um, you can explain stuff to an employee and, you know, sometimes in, in, in they'll hopefully understand what you're saying. When it comes to a second grader or, or a five-year-old, you know, you have to totally change your mindset on how you're explaining the basics of, of basketball or football or whatever it is. And so it's a, it's a really hard challenge, you know, to kind of totally shift your brain on how you explain something simply. And so I've, I've always um, had a lot of fun doing that. And, and it's just it's fun to watch kids get better over a season, um, you know, from from not being able to dribble to, you know, to the end of the year where they're, you know, making some moves that, that you never thought possible. So that's been fun. Um, I think the other one is I, I try to, to learn from other people that are outside of our industry. So I've got a, you know, couple different ways that I do that through breakfast with other presidents around Grand Rapids that may be, you know, in a totally different industry and learn from them. Um, and then I usually ask them for, um, book recommendations. And so I, I try my best to, uh, to read. I've got a couple books on my nightstand right now, um, that have been, uh, that have been good to just kind of get again, more perspective and, and help you learn. So that, those are really the three things I do. The two books that I've got going right now, one is called, I think it's called fans first. Um, and it's the story of the guy who, uh, who bought the Savannah Bananas, which is a minor league baseball team. And it's a really cool marketing story just on how they uh, reinvented how to go to a baseball game. Um, I may have botched the, the title there, but that's a fun book. Uh, and I think the other one I'm reading is The CEO Next Door. And it's just um, trying to, to show you different, um, you know, different ways to, to be a better leader. So those are two book recommendations you can I like it. I like it a lot. Well, Justin, I really appreciate your time coming on the podcast and sharing more about SignCom, kind of behind the scenes of where you guys have been and where you're going. Uh, appreciate appreciate all your time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. I'll drop that link in, uh, and we we welcome any more uh, any more people to to take the challenge here, and, and we look forward to a really fun and exciting and hopefully uh, great 2024. All right, on. Thank you. You take care.